If you have kids or pets, you know stains and odors in your carpet and upholstery are inevitable. But the experts at ChemDry can help. ChemDry removes odors and stubborn stains by sending millions of carbonating bubbles deep within your carpet. ChemDry lifts dirt, urine, and stains to the surface to then be extracted away, giving you a cleaner and healthier home. Call 1-800-CHEMDRY or visit ChemDry.com to connect with your local ChemDry and learn about special offers in your area. That's 1-800-CHEMDRY or visit ChemDry.com today. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. Hi, everybody. Uh, It's Andy Richter. Uh, This is The Three Questions. And uh, I'm excited today because I get to talk with one of my favorite people. Uh, And I don't like people, generally. Uh, But I'm talking to Johnny Knoxville today. Uh, We finally got this to happen. Yes, I'm very happy to be here. Thank you. And face-to-face and everything. Yes. Uh, What are you you doing with yourself these days? You're promoting something particular, right? Uh, yeah, uh, the prank panel on ABC. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So. I've, I haven't seen a full episode yet because I've been a little busy getting married. <laughs> but, well, congratulations. Um, thank you, thank you. Um, you but, can go on the Hulu to I know, see a I know. full I got, episode. I got to see it because I love everybody involved, you and Gabby and, and Eric. And, yeah. I just, and I've heard some stuff about it, like Eric quitting because of you. Yeah, he quit three times in the first week. Wow. It was a stressful like, week. Like, really seriously quit? Yeah, I w- first time I was in Minnesota to see my girlfriend's parents, and Kimmel calls. is like, Eric just quit. I'm like, why? He's like, you're pranking him. He doesn't like it. <laughs> I was like, oh, I didn't know what to say. You know, I thought that was part of the gig. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, and so eventually he quit a second time a couple of days later, and then later that week it was he was done. Wow. He was done. And that's when I really I was like, okay, man, I, I, I just won't prank you anymore. At all. You know, I think on his show, he he's the hammer. Yeah. And he doesn't like being the nail. And I understand that. Yeah. And so, you know. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. Did you ever, did you prank your kids growing up? Like, did you ever do No, stuff? no. I mean, like small things, but nothing yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I don't want to give them issues, <laughs> you know? Because <laughs> I get more like, issues. If I start, then I get kind of lost. Yeah, yeah. Right? And I yeah. get excited and it gets yeah. worse. Yeah. I think it's funnier, but it's worse right. for that person. So I don't want to go, like people when I'm doing films, they're like, oh, you better not prank me i'm like i i i won't yeah <laughs> i'm not that's a different yeah that's a different you know yeah that's a different hat that yeah. I wear. yeah 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 um were you, were you always that way i mean you I, you grew up in knoxville mm-hmm. were you always fucking with people yeah well my that's how my family showed affection to each other mm, that's is by sick. that's real sick <laughs> <laughs> Is by just giving each other hell. Yeah. Right? It's whoever got so upset, they ran upstairs and slammed their bedroom door. Then the whole rest of the family was thrilled. <laughs> you know? 
I don't know why it just, and that's kind of yeah trying to cause that, I guess it's chaos, yeah. you know? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's ingrained in yeah. me. And so as I've gotten older, I've learned to like only apply that to work. Right, right. <laughs> because, you know. Does there, because there is kind of, I mean, in my opinion, that kind of pranking and that kind of stuff, there is hostility in it. Like when you taste somebody, that's an act of violence. Yeah. That inflicts yeah. pain. You know what I mean? Right, right, right. Yeah, no, I get that. Yeah. Um, Do you think there's some part of you that's like, like there where there's a little seed of anger and all of this stuff? No, it's all in good fun. I think just my, what in my mind, what is acceptable and normal is not the same for the person sitting next to I me. I get you. You know? You play rough. Yeah. 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 And and with all of the guys, that's how we express ourselves within that group. Right, right. And it's it's ab if I thought about it, it would be like well, that's maybe not it's a little abnormal, but yeah. it's been normalized. Yeah. So pain my relationship to pain is not, you know, your relationship to pain. Right. It's more comedic. Yeah. Pain is more comedic to me. Yeah. So <laughs> I mean, even when I get hurt, I my nervous reaction is to laugh if yeah. I'm not knocked out. Right. So. Yeah, no, I mean, everybody's seen that a million times where. Yeah. I mean, not a million times, but, I, you know, you see it in the movies where you get up where you're, you've been fucked up by a bull or whatever, and you're kind of laughing and like, ha ha, ha ha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think the time, the one where the bull really gets you basically in the dick. You're going, ha, 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 ha. <laughs> Oh, yeah. I think that was a jackass yeah. number yeah, two. Yeah. They had me against a Toro top. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was sketchy. Because then you had to, like, shove a tube up your penis. Not from that, but oh. from uh, trying to backflip a motorcycle for... Oh, I thought it was on... No, no. I was trying to backflip a motorcycle for Matt Hoffman's tribute to Evil Knievel. We oh. did one with Matt. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I didn't know how to ride a motorcycle. Oops. So Matt... Or so Travis Pastrana was trying to trying to tell me how to do it and pull the backflip, but I mean he was having to let the clutch out for me. Oh wow! And when someone's telling me how to do something in that in those instances, I'm not listening at all. Yeah. And I did the exact thing he told me not to do. He's like, when you come off the motorcycle, when you come off the ramp, don't let go of the handlebars because it will turn into a rocket and come back down and smash you. Yeah. And that's what it did. It. Went up about 20 feet and came back down and broke its handlebars off of my crotch. Oh. So, yeah. Now, is that uh, is that fun? Like, every day when you're having to deal with that? Like, that isn't... I I mean... Are there regrets during that? Are you like... No. Really? Wow. Mm. Yeah. No, I mean, I went straight to the hospital, but I mean, every... It was... I mean, it, you're kind of frightening. Work. It's a little frightening because you got my... I had... Every time my heart would beat, blood would shoot out the head of my penis... So I'd never seen that before. Yeah, no, it's and not a normal thing. It's not, yeah. So that part was frightening, but yeah. I, it didn't really bother me that much, honestly. Yeah. You should have taped. That would be, that's got, that would go on you. It probably porn. is. Somebody we, would watch I, that I'm on I'm sure porn. some cameraman got it. Yeah. You know, but yeah, yeah, that would be. <laughs> the penis Stop. shooting blood <laughs> search. <laughs> Hello, Louise. <laughs> Um, well, were you a troublemaker growing up? I mean, you had 
two older sisters, right? So that kind of makes right. you the baby. Yeah, eight and yeah, they're eight and uh, eleven years old. Wow. Yeah, yeah. So you really were the baby. I was a baby. And, wow. Yeah, and and our house was the house to hang out. So all their girlfriends were coming around, and they were just you know giving, doting on you. Yeah. So yeah. It, was, it was great. Yeah. You know. Um, and I was, I had trouble. Well, my dad was such a huge spirit and yeah. huge personality. And he was constantly fucking with his friends and employees uh, at his tire company. Yeah, yeah. You know, and so I grew up idolizing him and watching him. He would stage gunfights at the Christmas parties. <laughs> One year he staged a gunfight with, you know, uh, he had two guys get in an argument and they pulled out two blank guns and started firing at each other. And everyone ran into the streets terrified. Jesus Christ. So the next year, he had a couple of new employees. He's like, hey, you know what we're going to do? I'm going to give you these blank guns and you're going to get in a fight and then you're going to start firing them at each other. And everyone's going to like freak out. But what he didn't tell those guys, as soon as they started firing blank guns at each other, he had a bunch of other people pull out guns and fire them at them. And so those guys didn't come back. Or they quit? Yeah, they were gone. Oh, my God. Yeah, so he went pretty far. Wow. Yeah. He that, went yeah, pretty- that is like, that's not normal. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, but it is like, it is fun. You know, yeah. like you got, you got an injection of like, and I, you know, like I had an aunt that was like this to me who just, like I said, you know, when I gave a eulogy for her when she passed away. I said she insisted on having fun. Yeah. And that was very like formative for me. Yeah. In terms of what I did. And you're in the same boat, but it's just like elaborate and violent. Yeah. And, you know, and fucking with people, you know. And all the characters that work for my father. Yeah, and yeah. like the, you know, like. Big George and Ass Kicking Robert and Big Sam. <laughs> There's a guy named Woodrow Wilson Boxcar Johnson Jr. Wow. And his father wasn't a senior. He just, that was his right. name. But he he was the tire groover. Yeah. My dad's. Um, she could regroove the tires and then I would sometimes go over and help black the tires and yeah. you got a brand new tire. <laughs> but Boxcar was always getting in trouble with the law, getting arrested for this or that. Yeah. They, they was at the police station and they're like, um, uh, Mr. Johnson, we know you robbed the convenience store because we got your fingerprints. He goes, you don't got my prints because I was wearing gloves. <laughs> <laughs> he was that guy. Yeah, He yeah, was yeah. constantly, you know, yeah. he was so sweet, but he was just a terrible, terrible. It, he shouldn't have been in the thieving business because he wasn't that good at right, it. Right, right. And did your dad like stick his neck out for these people? Did he ever like, you know, bail anybody out or oh, anything? Oh, my. Uh, yeah, of yeah. course. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was like, I mean, he had th- these characters that worked there. Yeah. Were like straight out of Cormac McCarthy just died. Yeah. And some of the people my father grew up with are characters that Cormac McCarthy wrote about. Yeah. And the characters at my dad's uh, tire shop were, were just as crazy as the ones in, in the book. And there's so much crossover because they all knew each other. Wow. Yeah. Wow, that's amazing. Yeah, it's it was a it was an amazing crew. His best friend, Jackie Gilbert, he was uh, a pro boxer, but he also was a crop duster who crashed twelve times in his planes, and he would hitchhike across Mexico or uh, South Africa, and always want Dad to come along. He also kind of 
you know, I think some things were flown into America on planes, yes. some little contraband. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes we had a guy living with us for six or eight months. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> and your was, mom was okay with all of this? Yeah, yeah. it was fine. It yeah, was like, yeah. like, she just thought everyone, my mom was the type of, everyone's her little boy. Yeah. And she just babied all these guys that were probably pretty scary if right. you met them in an alley, but right. they all loved her. Yeah. Yeah. It was crazy. Like, mom was a nut, too. Like, there was a story on mom. She's got two of my sisters driving uptown yeah. in Knoxville, and there's a huge gang fight with guys with bats and chains. It was the 70s, you know. That's yeah. people just m annihilating each other. And mom pulls her car into the middle of the gang fight and lays on her horn. She's like... Hey, you boys, stop that right now. Like, you boys, stop acting ugly. <laughs> and they were so confused by this little lady pulling into the middle of the fights with her daughters in the car. Yeah. They all, like, dropped their shit and walked away. Yeah. It's just like, she was nuts. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. It That's was, fantastic. Yeah. She was funny. Um, did you give them a lot of grief? I mean, did no, you? No, I didn't. Yeah. You were well, um, I a would good get boy. And I would get in I would get in trouble. I would go out on the weekends or get in fights or drink or whatever. Yeah. But I never was disrespectful to my mom or dad. Right. You know, I, w I would get in trouble, but I would never, like, say anything. Right. Yeah. And were they, I mean, how did they, how did they react when you would get in trouble? And I mean, what, are we talking about getting arrested? Are we no, talking about, no, you know? No, no, like, depends on what kind of trouble. Like, if I got in a, a fight. At school or something, but the other guy punched first. Yeah. No sweat. They didn't care. <laughs> but if I, if something happened where someone punched me and I didn't punch back, then I would be in, un, I'd be, un, I'd be in the basement. You know, wow. I'd be in so much trouble. Wow. And, but did you ever punch first? Yeah. I always tried to. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <You know? laughs> And but the, would would that have been okay? Or I mean, you know, yeah, it depends on the situation. Right, right. They just my they just never wanted me not to defend myself. Yeah, yeah. It was weird because mom wanted me to behave, mm -hmm. but she only liked boys that misbehaved. Yeah. So it was it was very tough for me growing up trying to yeah it's know mixed, how to handle that because I yeah. make signals like you know so yeah yeah. Um, well, she married your dad, so she must, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, he yeah. was v wildly misbehaved. <laughs> Emmy Award-winning John Mulaney presents "Everybody's in L.A.", a special run of six live episodes created by and starring Mulaney that'll stream live on Netflix during the Netflix is a Joke Fest. The comically unconventional show will feature special guests where John Mulaney explores the city of Los Angeles during a week when every funny person is in it. Watch John Mulaney Presents Everybody's in L.A., debuting May 3rd live at 7 p.m. Pacific Time, only on Netflix. If you have kids or pets, you know stains and odors in your carpet and upholstery are inevitable. But the experts at ChemDry can help. ChemDry removes odors and stubborn stains by sending millions of carbonating bubbles deep within your carpet. ChemDry lifts dirt, urine, and stains to the surface to then be extracted away, giving you a cleaner and healthier home. Call 1-800-CHEMDRY or visit ChemDry.com to connect with your local ChemDry and learn about special offers in your area. That's 1-800-CHEMDRY or visit ChemDry.com today.
Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. Can't you tell my love's a crow? At what point do you start thinking that you want to get out of Knoxville and start doing something show busy? Right. Because you know? uh, your career is kind of, it's just sort of, it's a, you know, no one else has had the career that you have had, you know? Yeah, I, I mean, I think around, I was early teens, around 14, I'm like, I can't, if I stay here, I felt like I'm going to get in trouble. Because mm-hmm. a lot of my, most of my friends either went to jail or became cops. Right. It's that black and white. Yeah. And I was like, I, I just need to get out of here and... You know, it, my cousin was a singer and songwriter, and he had a big influence. Roger Allen, yeah, Roger Wade, Allen, Wade, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I remember being in a bar with him. I, I'd be, I'd be in bars at fourteen. Yeah, you know. And he gave me a copy of "On the Road" by Jack Kerouac, and it just blew my mind mm. that you could let your mind go that free and live that way. Yeah, and. And that really opened my mind up to like, there's a whole world out there and it's in Knoxville is a great town, but I need to, I need to go. Yeah. And so I was like, mm, God, maybe I'll try. Cause my, my family watched, we ate dinner around the TV watching mm-hmm. Andy Griffith or Sanford and Son or, you know, a Sam Peckinpah film yeah. or so that's how we connected a lot. Mm-hmm. And so I was always drawn to that. And wanted to be an actor in mm-hmm. some way. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And did you do that right out of high school or did you? I left uh, a few weeks after high school, after I got graduated. I went to the American Academy of Dramatic Arts in Pasadena oh. for their summer program. Yeah. But I went for the first two weeks and didn't go back and just kind of partied. Uh. And then... I spent all my money and I was like, God, I should, I'm going to go back to Knoxville, work for three months and come back after Christmas. And that's what I did. Yeah. So I've been here ever since. Wow. And you just came, and you just came out here with an idea to, what, what were you hoping, like, what, what would at that point your dream come true have been? Um, at that point, I just wanted to be a working actor. Yeah. You know? I just wanted to be a working actor. Yeah. But, you know, when I came back out the second time, it kind of turned into the summer before where I was just kind of spinning my wheels, partying a lot for, Mm -hmm. you know, I'd try to get an agent or go on audition into the drama log or something, but Mm -hmm. I really wasn't focused. Yeah. So I spun my wheels for another five, six years until then my then girlfriend got pregnant mm. with my oldest daughter, Madison. At that point, I'm like, I have to do something. Yeah. So that was like a back against the wall type of, you know, it was terrified. I was terrified. Yeah. I couldn't even like 
my my girlfriend Madison's mom Melanie was pregnant, but I I couldn't even really talk about that with her. Mm. You know, I was so frightened. Yeah, and uh, was the fear that you were gonna fuck up as a dad that you weren't gonna was it a financial you know well it was uh so many fears yeah like how am i going to support this little girl yeah who we didn't even know if it was a boy or a girl at that time yeah but yeah what 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 does my life look like yeah and what is this baby's life what's it going to look like yeah. i it's one of the most it's one of the most frightened I've been in my life. Hmm. I mean, it sounds, I swear it sounds cheesy, but like terrified for nine months, can't even barely talk about it. We get to the hospital, the Madison's delivered, and it wasn't that easy. I'm really jumping. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, they put her in my arms and I'm like, all my fear just kind of went away. Yeah. It's just like, God, I think we got this. Yeah. And, uh, well, that was a stupid thing to feel. Yeah. That was that's, like, that's when you should have started getting scared. You get this. I mean, cause that's the thing. You go home with a baby and you got to keep that thing alive. Yeah. 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 You know? Well, she's still alive. <laughs> well, how about that? <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I mean, I, yeah, I can relate to that. You know, I, now we, but that caused me to like, I, I got a agent. I started writing for magazines. I started doing everything. I could started doing stunts for magazines. Yeah. I started, that was my best guess yeah. at how to make something happen. Make something. And it wasn't even so much like you were looking to get a job. You were just looking to make an impression, it seems like. Yeah, I was trying, I was trying, definitely trying to make an impression. And I was also trying to, uh, you know, get a job. I was trying to... Yeah, but you weren't trying to get a job selling furniture. You weren't no, trying no, to get no. a job. I was trying to like get employed in the area that, you yeah. know, what I came out to do. Right. So thank God it worked out. Yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. I had no backup plan. Yeah. Yeah. No, I know. I mean, that's, I, you know, for me, like show business, I, and he, you know, it's like, I don't know what the fuck, what the hell else. Paint houses, maybe? I, I know. Mean, I can paint a house. Can, can you? Yeah. Yeah. It's a brush, and you know. No, no, I've tried. <laughs> that was one of the, when I when I left Knoxville. I came back for the summer, and my my friend had a you know house painting business. Yeah, and I helped him, and like he's like just kind of do the trim around the top there, and, yeah. and then kind of go. I made such a fucking mess. He had to redo everything. <laughs> Stepped in the paint bucket. It was like a Chaplin skit, you know? I can't Oops. say I envy you that you yeah. can do stuff. I can't do anything. Really? I was the, not, not I was the baby yeah. of the family. Oh. I didn't have to do anything. Yeah, yeah. I am to say I'm not handy is an understatement. <laughs> you don't even have tire knowledge. You have to overcome me. <laughs> you know? <laughs> I'm not going to help. You right, have to, right, right. Like, I am, yeah, yeah. I'm a hurdle that you need to <laughs> jump over on the way to fixing things. <laughs> when During that period, you know, you said that five or six years that you were out here before you kind of, you know, knuckled under and started to work. Were you doing kind of, you know, stunty kind of things? No. Like, is that something like, were you jumping off of roofs and stuff? Or was that no. just simply something like, I got to... I get a baby now. I'm going to get tased. Yeah. Because that was, wasn't that kind of the first one that sort of. Yeah. The, there was a few things like, you know, I, 
that was the first thing I got noticed on. But I, I was trying to, I was writing these articles for different mags for not a lot of money. And in one of the articles I wanted to write was, uh, I was going to use my friend, dad's friend, Jackie Gilbert, the guy who hitchhikes across yeah. around the world, a fighter. He rode the wall of death at the fair. Oh, he, wow. he was a cop for one day in Sevier County because he was, he got fired for doing uh, uh, handstands on the motorcycle going down the... I mean, this guy is... <laughs> on lived, his first day. He's a first day. He lasts wow. one day. <laughs> this guy, a, a movie should be made about Jackie Gilbert. Anyway, yeah. he was a pilot, so I was going to get him to uh, fly me uh, into Mexico, and I was going to swim the Rio Grande back into America just as a, you know, but... yeah. Uh, but Smags, they, they, they didn't, they liked the article, but it, they wanted to treat it as a negative pickup because they don't want to be associated if I get bought. A lot of my early magazine articles, everyone wanted to treat as a negative pickup. <laughs> which mean, which and, means like. Yeah. And ja I think the first Jackass Paramount, it was a negative pickup. And what does that mean? Um, it means that you go do it and finish it and then bring it to us and we'll. And we'll do it. We'll buy it from you. Yeah, yeah. But we don't want to be involved yeah. in in so. But yeah, the 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 testing self defense equipment on myself was the first thing. Yeah, you know, and the only mag that would do it and help me with purchase the these taser guns, stun gun, etc. Mm -hmm. was uh, Big Brother, which Jeff Tremaine was the editor of, and he you know. And it created was, that with jackass with me and Spike. That was like a skateboarder yeah. culture. I mean, it wasn't yeah. just skateboarding. It was kind of also. Was skateboarding and everything naughty. Yeah. Yeah. It was kind just. Of punk. Just bad, just general bad behavior. Yeah. 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 It was like in the nineties when skateboarding, skateboarders cool. were really, you know, not, it was a gnarly time. Were you a skater? Like, was no, that? No, no. Nah, not no. at all. I broke my ankle. I was trying, I was skating when I was around 14, but I broke my ankle coming down our hill and dad took my Tony Alva board and just cast it into the woods because I was going to miss <laughs> baseball. You right, know? right, right. And, uh, and that was more That was the end of my, yeah. 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 Now when, I mean, when the, when Jeff Tremaine finds you to do this, I mean, what's the next step? What do you think? Like, how am I going to, are you, are you, are you aware that like, I found a little niche here of like danger and stunts and. I felt something was happening and then I got to big brother and I really felt that like, there's this pretty special group of guys here. Either, yeah. Cause Jackass was people, most of, most of the guys that were either in big brother or worked at the mag, um, so I felt it was a special group. Yeah. And so Jeff and I were like, well, let's try and do something. And I almost had this other show going. I did have another show going, but the executive producer didn't, they didn't see Jeff's value. Mm. They're like, They're, we're going to pay you this, but we'll give him this. And it's yeah. like, you're, you're, that's wrong because he's, we're together. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, so I turned that down. Was it a similar type of show? Yeah, yeah, yeah similar. Yeah, doing silly right. stunts and pranks. So I turned that down, and we we were trying to think of what to do, a show to do, and yeah. we we're like, ah, should I sit at the a desk like John Stewart on yeah. the Daily Show, and then you know, because we don't know, and right, Jeff's like, well, maybe we should call. 
because Jeff grew up with Spike Jones. He goes, maybe we should call Spike and see if he wants to do this with us. And Spike said, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll do that with you. And we're trying to see what we want to do for the show. He's like, I think you guys are already doing it for the Big Brother videos that Jeff had been making. And yeah. then I ended up getting in the second one. And Jack asked, if you look at the Big Brother videos, it's you take the skating out of the Big Brother videos and it's it's jackass. It's pretty much jackass. Yeah, yeah. Of course, we brought Ryan Dunn and Bam and their, their yeah. CKY videos on. They were doing on the East Coast, and we kind of joined forces. But uh, it's Spike let us know we were already doing it. Yeah. <laughs> That's why he's a genius. Well, it's, <laughs> I mean, jackass is like brilliantly clean and uncluttered and just like, you know, I just love that there's no voice, you know, there's just that that note of the 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 guitar the Minutemen yeah. song and then you just go you know whatever you know you know the egg beater anima or whatever and then you just, <laughs> and then you do it you know not a bad idea <laughs> you can Which write one? it down <laughs> <laughs> but no i mean that was that was when i first saw the show that was like one of the things that really struck me was like what good taste that showed <laughs> to not seriously to not like I've never heard clean <laughs> or good taste in describing jackass and I love you yeah well I, I mean clean just in terms of like you know there's not he's not like hey everybody look you know welcome to jackass oh right right you yeah, know yeah. I'm jackass the jackass right, right right you know um that it just was like it, you know it was like it was like just Porn with fucking, you know, like, no story. Just get right to the fucking. Yeah, you know? get to the main idea. Yeah, 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 yeah. And how now? How does how do you take that to people and they do it? Oh, well, you said negative pickup, but in ongoing ways, they have to insure you to do all this stuff. And mm. isn't that cost prohibitive for businesses? At the end of the TV show, I believe we lost our insurance. Oh, is that yeah. what killed it? No. Oh. No, me quitting killed it. Oh. But there were reasons that I quit. But uh, yeah, we were uninsurable by the end of the TV show. But wow. when we did the first movie... You know, we just you just pay through the nose, Andy. <laughs> <laughs> you got yeah, that that's you know that's a lot of upfront cost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, and that we see on the first film, and we didn't do it like this on any of the other films, but the first film they insured by bit. Like we take an idea and say, Okay, well they would insure, you know, compartmentalize out right, and insure right. bit they go, by we'll, bit. We'll do egg beater enema, but For not much, yeah, but we'll not do, flamethrower omelet. No, whatever, they would do you know? everything. Oh, okay. really? You know, we we would self edit more than the studio yeah. would because you know what they're going to do. I mean, we used to be the same with just like with just like dirty stuff on yeah. our show. Like we knew what we could get away with. Yeah. So rarely did anyone say you can't do that. You yeah, know? because we just knew like, well, it's not even worth it. Right. And, you know, and then you, it's there's a lot also, of things that are funny in the room. Yes. You know? Yes. And it's also fun to sneak in stuff anyway. Yeah. You know, to we would sneak do in that. stuff that they don't even know is is bad, you know? Well, that, yeah, we would do load a lot of red herrings for the, you know, we're trying to get a rating. Yeah. You just put in stuff you know it's never going to get in. Yeah. But maybe some other things they'll let slide right. because they just saw this terrible, yeah. you know, 
I want to set my head on fire. They go, no, you can't do that. So then you're like, all right, well, I can reset this, you know, grocery well, yeah. cart on it, fire and it, push it into a theater. You know, right. it was more like uh, um, uh, things of a lascivious nature oh. that would get shut down. Violence. America doesn't care about mm. violence. Yeah. You know, yum, they only yum. care about sex. Yeah. Like, but we would shut down some things that we thought were, well, that's pretty easily uh, imitated. Ah. Uh, because we don't Oh, want, wow. Yeah. How responsible of you. Yeah. I'm surprised by that. Yeah. Yeah, no, some things were like, we would film things and we look at it and go. Kids are going to do that. Yeah, because we, we had some stupid thing that from Jackass number two where Ryan Dunn was on a van top of a van and we gave him some terrible wolf mask and we we're redoing a scene from teen wolf yeah. and then he's like he's he's supposed to hit the brakes and like go out into the water which would have been fine for him but whoever was driving i don't know maybe bam or uh stopped too soon and he just went like the water was that deep and it was just head first oh it looked terrible he was okay but it looked gnarly yeah, yeah, yeah. and we're like we're not putting that in the film because that's exactly what's going to happen what's somebody's going to do yeah and it made ryan so upset that we didn't put that in because i don't know he was he just, risked his life for something and yeah, nobody's going to see it that's what really sucks is when you get annihilated on something and we don't use it yeah it's and and because also there's a pride and it's what, what we do is very silly and dumb. But if you get a good bid, it's yeah. a good bid and there's pride in it. And right. it really hurt his feelings in it. And it for uh, a, a year or so, he was like upset with Jeff and I. Wow. Yeah, it was wow. he really hurt his feelings. Wow. Um, and eventually we got back into a, a you know, good place. Yeah, and, yeah. But it, it was. Yeah, you got it. But you know what? It's like. I mean, it, it's a similar thing in a comedy show. You're, they're bits. You think of a bit and then you work on it. And sometimes it doesn't like it was always really because Conan and I would be like the, the final say for what, you know, mm -hmm. we were like we stood on the loading dock door. We were like the last step of quality control. <laughs> and, um, you know, and writers would write bits, go shoot them, edit them, you know costumes props and then they'd come in and we'd be it'd be like right before the show sometimes and they'd be like here's the bit i finally finished it and then yeah and then they you know we'd show it and usually i was like i was more i, I speaking of hand like i was the one that would be like nah no i don't think so and just it it would i i felt bad for him but it's like you gotta you gotta just get like calluses because yeah. it's just a volume business yeah, no, you know, I know it's it, it is. You have to you have to have that guy in that position. Yeah, because otherwise, what what do you? Yeah, you, you just you're just going to be. You, oh, I'm scared of hurting your feelings, yes. so I'm going to let this go on. Right, and it's going to cost us. And a democracy, it doesn't work as a democracy in no. that sense. Somebody has to say this is what we're going to do. Yeah, you know, because especially when something's either what you're doing like with there's a you know like how do we you know how are we gonna do this stunt like there's eight different opinions you just gotta pick somebody it's gotta be the you yeah. know the the one that says and that was you know there's eight different ways of being funny in something but you like you gotta go with the person that is just happens to be in charge and then wait your turn to when you might be in charge yeah you know it was really good with uh 
with Jeff and I because we're on the set and, you know, it, it, it comes up to us and we're making the decisions. But, you know, I'm he's a coach and I'm a player coach. Yeah. So, you know, it's like just see a guy do something a lot of times. And I, I like Jeff, I feel like I think we got it. And he's like, I don't think so. We don't got it. We got to go again. And he's really good at like making them go again where yeah. sometimes i get a little sympathetic yeah yeah so he's the daddy yeah i'm the i'm totally the, the mom i'm the totally the mom yeah, yeah. um so I, yeah but you know it is it, it works now when when the jackass show came on and it was only on for a couple of years right it seems it, like was, it was on we did 24 episodes over like we didn't even last as long as the Sex Pistols. Well, like, it was un- <laughs> it was like under a year, yeah, I believe. I, that's and it's so because f- to me, I mean, maybe it's just because it replayed so much. Yeah, for years. I, I I when I saw that, I was like, wait a minute, that show was on for longer than that. Yeah, but no, no, it wasn't. It was on, but they they were just rerunning sure, the same sure. shit, and they couldn't run a lot of bits because of you know we weren't we were just running gun then we you know we would not get permits ahead of time yeah. or do anything. And, you know, sometimes, you know. You wouldn't get a release from somebody and they and then they they wouldn't put it on the air because somebody it's, might it's any number of yeah, things. Yeah. But yeah. we got really, we got much better about that later. And yeah. our, because when you're, especially pranks, they're so hard. Yeah. You know, they're constantly failing and you're just trying to keep them, you know, salvageable. Yeah. So we didn't want like us not having releases to be part right. of the reason it's failing. So we got good at that. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. So did was there a point during that like when you get the show Jackass, does the does the that sort of I got to support my kid? Like does that ever calm down like during that period or are you still is there still that drive, you know, that you got to like it's not enough? Well, I felt like the, as far as supporting the kid, I felt, you know, I think I was, I felt like I was doing okay, but the, but the drive to, you know, cause you got like, that movie came out last year. Yeah. What's next? Right. What are you going to do right, next? Right. So it's, you know, the drive kind of morphs. Yeah. But having Children is a, a excellent way to, uh, you know, light a fire under your ass. Yeah, it sure is. It sure is. I also find, because I, I married someone, a single mom, so I have a three-year-old. I have a 22-year-old, a 17-year-old, and a three-year-old. Wow. And something that I've that's occurred to me lately is like, I have given myself, you know, not late in life, but sort of later in my life, a reason to like not have to make any decisions because so much of your life is decided by having a little kid. Yeah. That like, what am I going to do with myself? Which has been like, you know, like I, when I used to smoke cigarettes, Mm -hmm. that was, I felt like what the key to my addiction to cigarettes was, it was always an answer uh, to what should I do now? Oh, have a cigarette. Right. Right. And then it just answered, it answered that question that always is kind of looming and now it's like, what should I do now? You know, my, what should I do today is always like, well, you got to feed that kid and then you got to, <laughs> you got to exercise that kid and then you got to, you know, clean up after that kid. And right. so it's like, in some ways I think, 
did I just try to find a way to not have to be a grown? You know, I mean, I'm a grown up in that way, but it's like, but all the stuff, you know, all the unanswered kind of, you know, like I should be writing more. Like now it's like, well, I can't write anything. Yeah. <laughs> I got a little kid, you know. I mean, I wish I could write. Yeah, but yeah. I, mean, I got Oh, I would be, I'd be cranking it out if it weren't for that brat. <laughs> so, but yeah, it, it is. It's a, it's, and it, you know, and it also, I think too, I've always said it like really makes you realize like how unimportant other things are that you think are so important, you know? Yeah, we really, it's like, because in our business, it's like our business is ourselves. Yeah. And like one of the many great things of having kids is like, you're not thinking about, you You have to think about them. Yep. That's and what I mean. Yeah. 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 It's so, like a chance to not think about yeah, yourself. Yeah, exactly. You know? Yeah. Which is good. Um, yeah. If you have kids or pets, you know stains and odors in your carpet and upholstery are inevitable. But the experts at ChemDry can help. ChemDry removes odors and stubborn stains by sending millions of carbonating bubbles deep within your carpet. ChemDry lifts dirt, urine, and stains to the surface to then be extracted away, giving you a cleaner and healthier home. Call 1-800-CHEMDRY or visit ChemDry.com to connect with your local ChemDry and learn about special offers in your area. That's 1-800-CHEMDRY or visit ChemDry.com today. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. Can't you tell my love's a grown? Now, what you said you said that you quit the Jackass show. Do you want to talk about why that was? Or oh, I mean, we can. Yeah, um, we had some copycat incidents, uh, and it was an election year. Uh, uh, some kids had burned themselves while. I mean, they had to go to the hospital, and they were okay. But it was, yeah. you know, they got hurt, and that right. sucks. Right. And Joseph Lieberman, uh, Senator from Connecticut, Connecticut yeah. yeah, he jumped all over that and made his, you know, platform. He's yeah. going to be tough on Hollywood. And yeah, yeah. so he called out me personally, MTV, Viacom. And it created a lot of problems for us. Yeah. Next thing you know, uh, we have um, all these safety people on the set and saying we can't, you know, OSHA people, we can't jump off of anything four feet or higher, yeah. you know, higher than four feet or all these rules. Yeah. And we, they were, you know, it was like, are, are they going to renew us for the next few episodes and they started mtv started letting all the people in our office go and i'm like well what we do is silly but it means too much to me to like do it like that yeah do it half-assed and shitty yeah, yeah. so oh no we're shitty but <laughs> and half-assed but you know what i'm talking about uh, yeah the, the wrong kind yeah 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 so i just quite gave an interview to my hometown newspaper and said i quit yeah and mtv did not like that 
Yeah. There was a lot of talks back and of forth. Threatening to sue you kind of stuff. Yeah, there was a yeah. lot of talks. Yeah. And, but what did come out of it was a guy we hadn't been working with that much, Van Toffler, who this guy, Van Toffler, he was one of the higher ups at Viacom. Mm-hmm. At that time and since then, he's put his job on the line like three or four times for us. Oh, wow. Yeah. And we just love to give him hell. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we love Van, but we love to give him hell. Yeah, yeah. Van Toffler's sex shop was in the beginning of Jackass Forever. <laughs> um, we blew that up in yeah, one. Yeah. Um, but we became close to Van then, and we decided to do the movies. Yeah. We can't have the show, but we did the movies, and it worked out for everyone. Oh, by, by the way, there's something that says... Something about you guys doing stunts on SNL on a weekly basis? Oh, when I, right before. I've never heard that. Right, right before uh, we find the deal for Jackass took forever, like uh-huh. a year and a half, two years. Oh. I don't know. It was for the, the show? Was, for the TV show. Oh, my God. It was, it was brutal. But in that meantime, I had the one show that I was trying to, you know, the one I talked about with Jeff. Yeah. And, like, they weren't respecting him. So, I'm like, well. Fuck you. This isn't going to work. Yeah, this is not going to work. And then that time, the tape for Jackass had gotten around. We made this 10 to 12 minute tape, which everyone had. And I met Lauren Michaels at the Beverly Hills Hotel. Uh And he said, we'll offer you five minutes on the show each week to do what you do. You know, a little video of something. And I was... Extremely flattered, obviously, but at that point, Jackass was about to go, yeah. and it could have been a terrible decision. You right. know, I was like, I'd rather I'm going into a situation where I have no control, but over here, it's me and my friends, and we have all the control. Yeah, but you know, that's an established show. We're nothing. Yeah, I just we just bet on ourselves, and yeah. so you know. I yeah, I think, no. you, I think you made the right choice, you know? Yeah. You'll still be doing It worked out okay. SNL. Yeah. Yeah. And it might not have worked, you know? Yeah, yeah. It's like, because it's like, our stuff is kind of jarring sometimes to be doing skits and then go to like, Someone yeah. getting knocked Someone, yeah, out, right, run over, right, right, right. or like, tased oh, in the nuts. Oh, there goes or, the, yeah. it's out, Jackass out of context is not great. No. Um, just like, People like, oh, come on our show and and do something like Jackass. Yeah. And it doesn't it doesn't work. Mm-mm. It doesn't work. It has to be all of us together with our people. Yeah. It, it out of context, it's it's just And also too, I imagine editing is so and, much and your friend. Thank you. We need you editing because what we've done, we did we were gonna do something on a, a George Lopez yeah. show. And we ended up doing... His talk show? Yeah. Yeah. And we ended up doing some stunt on there. But it was really... Honestly, I felt weird about it even before because Sibo had just gotten sober mm-hmm. of not too long before. No, it had been a couple of years. But, you know, backstage, people were drinking, and I felt really uncomfortable about that. And then we go out on stage, and I forgot what the prank we did, but you can see like three or four of our cast members get upset and like 
their feelings hurt over something and then they kind of shut down and I'm like, this is why we don't do jackass yeah, except yeah, yeah. for, because we need editing. I right, need right, editing. Right. We need it, the, the guys to stop pouting and then come back and do it again. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah it's, uh, I can imagine that, yeah, it just doing it live and also too, doing it live, I, I think when you, when you're watching the jackass clips in the jackass format you have a remove uh you know like a, a distance as a viewer that you can kind of enjoy these people getting hurt whereas like if you're getting hurt on the george lopez set it it you don't, you don't have that remove you're aware that like oh my god those guys are right there i don't think you want that much reality yeah yeah like to someone gets knocked out yeah do you, do you really want to see how long they are asleep they're asleep yes. for it's not funny it's 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 not funny it's you need that we need editing yeah 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 <laughs> it's not funny um you i mean you were you ended up getting to act you know i mean you did you went through this kind of circuitous route of doing stunts and now you know and then you you know you got an acting career and it was that always kind of part of your plan or was that just like a happy coincidence no, alongside of all the, the no, jackass stuff i wanted that I, I i felt like jackass would be my intro and then hopefully i can start doing you know yeah. films after that and yeah yeah so luckily that's how it happened and yeah so you know do you do enough acting for your own you know do you want to do more do you you know do you, is there ever a part of you that wishes like that your acting career took off so much that you don't have to get on a bull again or what, you know? Well, I can't, I mean, I'm after my last accident. Yeah. Well, it wasn't an accident. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Accident. <laughs> Accidents aren't planned. Aren't, uh, you know. <laughs> after um, my last intentional <laughs> yeah, no, but I've had too many concussions and like the last one I had a lot of problems for yeah. up to a year afterwards. Oh boy. Yeah, I had to go on antidepressants and it was just really bad. Wow. It my mind was playing tricks on me. You know, it was like intrusive thoughts wow. and just over which focusing one, which on one shit. Which one was this? What what was Jackass Forever? But which which bit the when the bull hits Flipped me, flippy. because we usually in a bull ring, there's where we usually go. There's so much. There's dirt everywhere. Oh yeah, it's soft, soft dirt everywhere. Yeah, yeah. This it was it was cold December. It's December twentieth. I remember. Wow. Cold day, and there was no. There was it was no dirt. Yeah. There was no dirt in the. And I mentioned something, and so some of the guys were, like, trying to scoop some dirt together. And they put a little pile here and a little pile there. <laughs> but, yeah. like, three-foot piles. Yeah, and tell the bull, like, please throw him there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, Mr. Peckerrecker, can you hit me in this general area? Uh, and it just, it destroyed me because I flipped twice in the back of my head on the cold, hard oh, ground. Oh, boy. Yeah. Yeah, scrambled me for yeah. at least a year. Now, do you worry about like later in, do you think, you know, dementia hitting you later in life? I mean, well, I mean, I mean, I like to ask the fun questions. Well, as, as, yeah. as Willie Nelson said, there's nothing I can do about it now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I yeah. try to, you know, yeah. 
read as much and do a little, keep <laughs> yeah, my brain yeah. active. Crosswords. Yeah. That's what they say. Crosswords yeah. staves off the dementia. So, so um, who knows? Yeah. I, I, you know, I can't, I would lie. I'd be lying if I said I never thought about it, but I try not to think about it because I just know that moving forward, I can't have any more concussions. Right, right. I think I think that's a good rule of thumb for most people. <laughs> you know, I, I don't think. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm just going to stick to three a year. <laughs> that's all. <laughs> I'm not going to be a pig about it. Just three a year. It's an orgy of concussions. <laughs> well, could you hit me within the head with this log? Please? <laughs> uh, you can hit me just neck down. Yeah, yeah. Well, thanks so much for coming in. You know, thank I mean, you for having me. What do you What do you got? Uh, you know, what do you got going ahead? I mean, you got the 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 prank panel. Yes. Uh, was that your idea? That show? No, Kimmel called me. Oh, and wow. Came to me with that. Oh, nice. Yeah. Uh, Dave Jesser and Matt Silverstein. That was their idea, and they oh, got Kimmel on board. I know those guys. Yeah. Those guys uh, wrote on a show I was on. Yeah. Which one? I want to say it was Andy Richter controls the universe. Ah, okay. I think yeah, they they're were great. Right. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Oh, that's great. But I mean, is there something else? Like, do you have? What do you? You know, what are you going to do with the rest of your life now oh, that you can't get concussions? My goodness, um, I'm just. You know, I got. Well, no one's working right now. Yeah, you know, yeah. so a couple of films that are on hold and. Yeah. Uh, you know, some documentaries I want to make and, you know, but every Saturday night on the Outlaw Country Channel, me and my cousin Roger Allen Wade, the big ass happy band I, in Jubilee. I, I love that show. Oh, well, I love thank that you. show. Because, you know, I, I like I like country music. I like real country music. Yeah. Fucking shitty, whatever the they new play. Pop oh, stuff it's so is terrible. fucking awful. Everything's about riding my truck and honoring my granddad. It's you know, the same hollow guitar riffs. Yeah. And it's Bon And I always say it's like Bon Jovi. With an accent, yeah. like if you just if you if you had him sing without the accent, it would just be Bon Jovi. You yeah. Know? <laughs> so it's just you know it's terrible. But anyway, yeah. So that you know the uh, the show on Sirius XM, which is really good listening. Oh, thank you. And uh, and your cousin is a riot too. Yeah, he's a very funny guy. He's really funny. He's yeah. very, he's so smart and so yeah. funny. Well, what do you? Uh, what do you think the point of it all is? Like, is there something you've learned? Is there something, you know, throughout this, you know, that your travels through this life, you know, that you can share with people? Like people say, like, what's your advice? Or like, what's your philosophy? Or, you know. Well, my 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 friend Pootie Lot, he's passed now, but he always said, it's okay to step on your dick. Just don't stand on it. <laughs> so. <laughs> that's pretty good. Yeah. That's pretty good. All right. Well, Johnny, thank you so much. Uh, again, that's Prank Panel. Check it out. And uh, I'll be back next week with more Three Questions. Bye. Woohoo. The Three Questions with Andy Richter is a Team Coco production. It is produced by Sean Doherty and engineered by Rich Garcia. Additional engineering support by Eduardo Perez and Joanna Samuel. Executive produced by Nick Liao, Adam Sachs, and Jeff Ross. Talent booking by Paula Davis, Gina Batista, with assistance from Maddie Ogden. Research by Alyssa Grawl. Don't forget to rate and review and subscribe to The Three Questions with Andy Richter wherever you get your podcasts. And do you have a favorite question you always like to ask people? Let us know in the review section. Can't you tell my love's a-growing? Can't you feel it? Ain't it showing? Oh, you must be a-knowing. 
This has been a Team Coco production. If you have kids or pets, you know stains and odors in your carpet and upholstery are inevitable. But the experts at ChemDry can help. ChemDry removes odors and stubborn stains by sending millions of carbonating bubbles deep within your carpet. ChemDry lifts dirt, urine, and stains to the surface to then be extracted away, giving you a cleaner and healthier home. Call 1-800-CHEMDRY or visit ChemDry.com to connect with your local ChemDry and learn about special offers in your area. That's 1-800-CHEMDRY or visit ChemDry.com today. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com.